Hello, I'm Sibongi Langako, and this is my series, FemPower You. Today, we're going to talk about a trending topic I've seen recently, and that is how to ask for a raise as a woman. But first, a bit about me. I'm a Harvard-educated corporate fintech and compliance executive, leveraging my background and experience to help women both personally and professionally. So we've heard a lot discussed, I'm sure you have too, about the gender wage gap, okay? And even though that gap has narrowed over time, it remains the fact that women make 84% of what men make, 84%. And that would mean that we would have to work almost two months, two extra months a year in order to close that gap. So that's still pretty substantial. And there are a lot of factors that contribute to this gap, such as education, such as work experience, um, such as motherhood, which can also often um, you know, put a hold on women's careers. But then there's also pure old gender discrimination, which unfortunately is, is very much alive and well today. And so obviously this is a key thing for women because it, it factors into our financial health, our financial independence. Um, but also I think it's harder for women. I mean, I think it's hard for anybody to ask for a raise. It's a difficult conversation and difficult conversations are daunting. But uh, sometimes women are afraid to ask for what we want generally in work and in life. So that raise, that promotion, that opportunity, we, we know we want it, but we don't quite know um, how to ask for it and we're, we're afraid to ask for it. And I think in addition, women are often taught to make do, um, to just kind of like, make it work with whatever we have. And it's some, that's something we're able to do because of our incredible ingenuity and strength. But I would say, don't just make do, okay? If you want something, ask for it because that's the only way you're gonna get it. And you know, I learned this the hard way very early on in my career. I was an analyst at a very large corporation and um, you know, I was heads down, working hard, um, you know, my, my boss thought highly of me, her thought, boss thought highly of me, and he was at a very senior level as the chief credit officer of the company. Um, and so months and months went by and my counterparts um, and, other, and other teams were getting promoted around me. And, you know, I just figured, okay, if I stay heads down, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll get rewarded, I'll get my promotion. And you know, finally, when it didn't happen, I had a conversation with my then boss. And what she told me was, I didn't know it was important to you. And I was shocked because one, I was like, well, why wouldn't, be, why wouldn't a promotion, why wouldn't a raise or more money be important to me? I feel like that's important to everyone who's working. Um, but to her point though, I hadn't articulated what I want. So I learned that very early on in my career, the importance of not assuming, so don't assume, but also um, articulating what you want. And then the other thing is don't fall in, into what I call the love trap. So how many times have we heard, and I know I've heard this a lot in my career, oh, we love you, you're doing a great job, we love you. Um, and I think that's wonderful. Like it warms my heart to hear <laughs> that my colleagues or my you know, employer values and, and, and loves me. But frankly, we are not working right, to, to be loved. We are working to be professionally fulfilled and to be compensated appropriately for the value that we add. So don't fall into that love trap where you know, because your employer loves you, you, you substitute that for actually asking what you want 
in terms of financial compensation. Um, so first tip is build a case and know your worth. Okay, so you have to think of asking for a raise as a case that you're building, like going into court. Like what are all the, the points that you're gonna put forth that will convince whoever it is uh, that you should, should receive a raise. And that work, it doesn't start when you're asking for a raise. That work starts way before you, act, you actually ask for a raise or for a promotion. And in my opinion, day one, from the moment you join a job or start a new role, your mission, for lack of a better word, should be adding value, building relationships, and being able to articulate over time the valuable contributions that you're making, such that in the process of doing that, you will you know, generate advocates and sponsors and people who are championing you on your behalf, such that when it comes time to asking for a raise, it's like, oh yeah, she's, she's great. Like we should, we should totally give her a raise and, and you can articulate it and everyone will be able to articulate it um, on your behalf. You should always be acutely, and I, I wanna restate acutely aware of the value that you bring to an organization. And it's not about tooting your own horn, again, advocates, sponsors, other people championing you who see your stellar work can be really useful in this regard, um, but you should always be aware of the value you bring to your job, to your role, um, and you should always know your worth. The second tip is back up your case with pay range data. So what's good about today's workforce is that employers are being increasingly transparent with their pay range data, okay? So it, it may be that you're outside the range, that you're low in the range, um, but whatever it is, make sure that you do your research and look at that pay range data because it also makes sure that you're having an informed conversation so that you're not asking for something that is completely off base and isn't aligned with the company's pay practices. Thirdly, choose your timing carefully, right? I think we know this in life, timing is everything. So time the conversation when your boss or your leader, whoever it is that you have to have this conversation with, will be most open to it, okay? Um, be, be sensitive to their mood or to, I mean, I personally like to get people um, after they've eaten. I don't even know if this is true or statistically proven or anything, but I generally like to talk to people when they, they, they have a full stomach and they're not hungry. That's my thing, but you know, figure out your own thing, but be, be thoughtful about the timing. You should also think of it in terms of if there's some something, you know, some big project you've just accomplished, some way in which you've just been uh, recognized, if the company is doing well, that could also be, um, a, you know, an opportune time to, to broach this difficult conversation. And it may be that you prepare your talking points, you know, weeks in advance, months even, and then wait for the right time uh, to, to actually have the conversation so that you can benefit from that timing. Um, and then be bold. You know, this is something that you're doing for your financial health and overall, uh, overall well-being and not something that you have to apologize for or feel, you know, feel bad about um, in any respect. How and whether you advocate for yourself has long-term impacts. And I have a, a personal example here. So back in 2016, I was living on the East Coast and we decided as a family that the right thing for our family was to move to the West Coast. And at that point, um, there was some working from home happening um, in the organization where I was working, but you know, not on any 
broad scale. And I certainly hadn't been working from home since I started the job several years earlier. Um, but I put together a PowerPoint presentation. I presented it to my boss. She took it to her boss. They took it to HR. HR hired an external consultant. It was a whole thing um, to get it approved. But finally, I did. Um, and, and, and we moved. Fast forward 20 years, uh, not 20 years, <laughs> fast forward to 2020, five, four or five years later, and um, global pandemic, everyone's working from home, everyone's scrambling in their own way. I've been working from home for, for five years at that point, you know, four going on five years. Um, I've been leading teams, leading virtual teams. I've been, you know, awarded for my contributions while working from home. So I had already demonstrated during the, those four or five years, my ability to work from home and be a, an effective leader, a successful leader um, uh, over that time. And so that created promotional opportunities for me at, at the company, external uh, opportunities for me. And so just that one act four years earlier of having asked for what I want and presented it um, and built a case served me well and has served me well since in my career. So these moments of asking for, for what you want and being bold have long-term impacts that, that can be very, very positive. So to wrap up, don't assume and don't fall into that love trap, please. If, if you only take one thing away today, please let it be that. Build a case and know your worth. Back it up with pay range data. Choose your timing carefully and be bold. And just as a final word, know that there's no bad outcome here, right? When you make this request or have this conversation, it can go a bunch of ways. They can say yes, they can say no, they can say maybe, they can say not yet, but none of those outcomes are bad because this is a moment when you're empowering yourself and you're putting a value on your professional worth. And that is something that is to be celebrated always, 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 always. Okay, that's all for today. Thank you for joining me and until next time, be empowered and be you.